0: Welcome to Built by Us, a podcast created by Democracy North Carolina, a nonpartisan nonprofit organization dedicated to building a political system that works for all. My name is Lisa Rodriguez. I'm your host, and in this episode, Taylor answered a lot of my questions about redistricting. And honestly, there was kind of a lot, so we should probably go ahead and get into that. Honestly, what even is gerrymandering at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Listening to people talk and not hearing the words, not really getting it, not really getting it. (laughs) So like, I feel like I hear the words a lot. Like I get the basic understanding, you know, like I know what gerrymandering is, but like, I don't know the weeds of it. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't have an in-depth conversation with you about gerrymandering probably.
1: Yeah which makes sense because much like anything else election related it's complicated right right and some some things about it you know some some things about election law are complicated because the people in power want want it to be hard and then sometimes it's just because it takes a lot of bureaucracy to create things related to the government so do you want to try to you want to try to figure this stuff out together you want to i have so many questions <laughs> Okay. So just for a baseline, we're going to be talking about gerrymandering, but what does that even mean, right? Gerrymandering is like a new connotation of redistricting. Okay. So redistricting is just the act of dividing geographical areas into districts. Okay. Redistricting. Got it. Easy to to get. Easy to get. (laughs) I get that one. And a district is a territorial division that's used for administrative or electoral purposes. You know, for us, it's, a, it's electoral that we're talking about. And we'll get into the various levels of all of that. So then gerrymandering is then to divide or arrange an area into political units to give special advantages to one group. Okay. It's the bad redistricting. It's the bad kind of redistricting because, or at least that's our opinion, right? Because- yeah. In North Carolina, we have experienced racial gerrymandering. So that's bad because that's just grouping people based on race. Yeah. As well as partisan gerrymandering. So, which is just grouping people based on their party. And this doesn't make sense because that's what creates wonky, weird shaped yeah. districts that don't make sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then voting locations are weird, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Voting locations become weird. Who you're voting for becomes weird. It just, it ends up being just kind of the opposite of common sense. That's why it's hard to understand. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, honestly, I just have a lot of questions.
0: Let's do it. Let's let's do it.
1: (laughs) Ask me everything. (laughs)
0: AMA. (laughs) So who, who even draws these maps
1: first? Who's drawing the maps? Right. So again, this depends on where you live. Statewise, So in North Carolina, our legislature draws our maps. So who's our legislature? That is the state Congress, right? So that is our, our state House of Representatives and our state Senate.
0: So they, there's like a committee or something that like is dedicated to drawing maps? Oh, okay. okay.
1: Yeah, there is. So (laughs) good. (laughs) I'm doing great. There are, so you know how there are committees for tons of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so redistricting committee is one of them. And so that's some House members, some Senate members, um, and they get together and they draw everything and then they take it then to the bigger chambers and everyone has to vote on it formally. All right. Okay. So it's completely the legislative branch, but the thing that's interesting about this is so... There are levels of maps, which we can get into a little bit later, but when you're thinking about the state legislature map, so that means that the people who are up for election are drawing the district that they are in, interesting, or going to be in, or going to run in, you know, so,
0: so my next question is, who created this system? This is not <laughs> making a
1: lot of sense. Yeah, so it's a pretty old system. I actually don't know historically how long it's been around. But that sounds, that's a bad system. Right? It is it's not good. There's, like, the checks and balances are not are not great. Like, regardless of your party affiliation and regardless of who you agree with ideologically, just just in terms of, like, that feels like an abuse of power to be able yeah, to, draw, to be, be part of drawing your own Right. Right. They should be separate. Um, which is why some lucky states have this and we're fighting for this, which would be an independent redistricting commission. So that means-
0: I always thought that's what was already happening. I feel Mm -hmm. like that that made the most sense. I was like, well, obviously they have to have someone like, outside do it like how are they even how do they know how to do that (laughs) like right
1: so you would hope (laughs) so we want that some states have it there's a bill that's in our state legislature that hasn't been brought up yet but we would love for it to that's um you may see on our social it's called the gold standard of redistricting and so you know it's it's like a a multi-party commission you know there's people from um all parties not just the big two Um, and they don't have any relation to people in the legislature, you know, they're, they're supposed to be just general citizens, and they learn about the process and get to do it themselves, so that it is, um, you know, it just becomes an unbiased process. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which is what we would like, so that is what we're pushing for in terms of who draws the maps.
0: Got it. So, like, can I see the maps? Can I like personally look up myself or like my district on the maps? Like how could I do that?
1: So that's interesting because, so if I think about myself, the way that I've been looking at my districts is is by just looking up myself on, on the State Board of Elections website.
0: Uh-huh. So you've so never like, we've never physically seen like how, we can't see what they look like where we are, really.
1: We, so we can, the you know we have big blow up posters of the of the districts in our okay. office okay. so like you can see the maps but there's i've never found like an interactive online thing where you can like you know zoom in zoom in zoom in and I feel like i would be a helpful thing to have that would be really cool I would like that especially as someone who's directionally challenged it would be hard for me to just look at a map and try to find where I live that's not something I'm naturally good at (laughs) (laughs) having something interactive would be really cool and I'll 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 also do some looking around just to see if that actually does exist but I don't who's to say who's to say
0: so you mentioned earlier there's different levels of maps. What do you
1: mean right. levels? Like by district or like by what? Right. So, for example, an easy way to understand in your personal life, if you go look up yourself, like demnc.co slash lookup, mm-hmm. and look up your voter registration, you scroll down, you'll see, like, a bunch of different districts and jurisdictions, like okay. judicial, um, state legislative, um, U.S. Congress, even school board and municipal stuff. Okay. So there's districts on all levels of government uh, because of the way that just generally like you know you have to vote on who's representing you, and we've always you know it's always been who lives in your area right you you live there and you represent that area, so mm-hmm. there are districts for everything from local to federal, so that's the other confusing thing about redistricting and this whole thing in general because. There's all different kinds of maps. Yeah. Um, but for the purpose of what's been going on in the news, the two main maps that everyone's been talking about has been our state legislative maps and then our U.S. Congress maps.
0: So the Congress also draws their own maps for the U.S. Right?
1: No, it's the state okay. legislature draws for our U.S. Congress. Oh, kind of just like you, they do the same process for two different things. So who is drawing the U.S. ones? Our state legislature, the same people. So
0: there's not one big map for the whole U.S. It's all broken into states.
1: Correct. Okay,
0: then I get it. I thought there was two separate maps. One map for the state and then one of the whole U.S. Not one of the state on a state level and then one of the state on a national level.
1: That's correct. Now I get it. Yeah. Okay. And with the 2020 census coming up, There is an understanding that we have grown by population so significantly Mm -hmm. that if everyone is counted, which is important, everyone needs to fill out their census when it comes to them, that we could end up getting one to two more representatives. So that's great. That would then mean we get to drop, you know, 14 or 15 districts rather than 13 we have right now, which is very exciting and necessary for us because we have so many people that live here. So we need the proper representation that will be happening from 2020 to 2021, that redistricting. But that, of course, is still (laughs) that process is still kind of separate from the whole mess we have right now.
0: Mm -hmm. So this mess we have right now, I think I know about it's our our maps got sent back because I'm assuming they were gerrymandered. Mm-hmm. So those got sent to the courts. So I'm assuming that means that gerrymandering is illegal because they send them to the courts. But if it's illegal and they're sending them to the courts so often, how does it keep happening so much? Because yeah. I know it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's So there's, I guess, two main things there. So one is... It has to do with the levels okay. because the levels of maps. Because for us in North Carolina, we've had our state legislative maps sent to state courts. Mm-hmm. We've had our US congressional maps sent sent to federal court and state court. Okay. Not so, doing great. <laughs> we've we have, you know, we have coalition partners who do lawyer work and litigation that, mm-hmm. you know, take take up these cases and file, you know, it's filing a lawsuit against essentially it's filing lawsuit against our state lawmakers because they are the ones drawing the maps. Got it. Okay. So that's that part. Wait, then, so
0: let's say our state lawmakers did get in trouble for mm-hmm. drawing the maps,
1: mm-hmm. which they have.
0: <laughs> Does that personally affect them or is it like, Hey, draw the maps again. You shouldn't right. do that. Or that's is it what like, it is. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. That is what happened. Our U S congressional district maps went to federal courts. It got all the way up to the Supreme court. Our partners were in the Supreme court this summer mm-hmm. arguing about this, mm-hmm. but, the, <laughs> but the Supreme court decided that it was not in their. This isn't part of their job. Basically they decided that, yeah. um, so did they like, defer to a different court? Yes. Yeah. They were like, this is a state level issue. We're like too over top of it to be judging on this.
0: Yeah. So
1: what that, what that meant was they said, you can take this stuff to state courts as much as you want. That's who should be dealing with it. So then that got, you know, the, 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 um, our U S congressional districts, then, you know, someone refiled in the state courts and Someone had already filed, as the Supreme Court case was going on, someone had already filed for our state maps to go to our state courts. And there's been so many cases on our state maps. They technically got thrown out in 2017, but then were never ordered to redraw them. So then they got thrown out again. Wait, so when they get thrown out, we just that's don't the have court any maps? Saying, that's the court saying, yes, they're bad. But we continue to vote on them if they don't say to redraw them. Oh, so if they throw them out, that means, hey, this isn't good, but like we can still use it. Right. Because it's like you need two actions. You need to say that they're bad and then say you need to redraw them. And then here's the timeline for that. Okay. So back in 2017, they were thrown out, but there was no process for redrawing. So we continue to vote on them. Again, it doesn't make sense. How is this still happening? (laughs) and then so the, the case that was happening this summer, again, at state courts, finally, okay, one thing that I did forget to mention is North Carolina has been brought up for gerrymandering in two types of ways. One has been racial, and then one has been partisan. All the stuff that's been happening this year is about partisan. So we've had maps thrown out because of racial gerrymandering, which means that they were either packing or cracking mostly African-American voters. And we can discuss packing and cracking in a sec. Um, But they were focusing on African-American voters, and that was deemed illegal. So that is officially illegal, and you can't do that. So that means you can't use your, your data to create maps that way. So then the lawmakers just decided, okay, we'll do it partisan, Democrats versus Republicans. And they decided to crack and pack Democrats. And they came up with different maps, but it had the same effect, which meant that they were diluting Democratic votes. And this happened 10 years ago, Democrats were diluting Republican votes. So it happens everywhere. Um, It is not just one party over the other. Everyone has been doing it. Yeah. So this year in the courts, our state courts finally said that this partisan gerrymandering that we've been experiencing is too extreme. So they, they threw out our state maps first. And our state legislators went and redrew those in September. And then our state courts threw out our federal congressional map just last month. And now our state lawmakers are back in session drawing that one map again.
0: Got it. Okay. So you keep saying like cracking and like diluting. So, like, cracking means like diluting the vote. And then packing means concentrating the vote.
1: Right. So, you could draw these maps. Mm -hmm. By basically scooping people into one section or another. Like I imagine, I'm a pretty visual person, so I just imagine there's like a bunch of marbles and you're just scooping them around into piles. Okay. And so partisan gerrymandering is if you have blue and red marbles. And so cracking, like you said, is diluting. So say you have a really big pile of blue marbles. You scoop them apart, cut them in half. And that means that they're separated and they're now... Uh, on the side with a bunch of these red marbles. So now the red marbles then become the majority for both of those piles. Okay, which because is the diluted them all apart. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the so packing, packing would be putting all of the same marbles in one place.
1: Yeah, and that's what makes for the really wonky looking districts. Got it. We have a really wonky democratically packed district in North Carolina. It's mm-hmm. one of the weirdest looking districts in any maps. And any map across the state, that is where they, they drew around communities in the triad. So Winston and Greensboro, they -hmm. started up there. They did like a blob up there. And then they pretty much just did a line down a highway to Charlotte and made it to the, the democratic bubble in Charlotte. So it's this real dumb, like blob, skinny squiggle blob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you look at it like if you look at a map, some of the some of the districts are huge because it's rural areas. They yeah. chose to make this really tiny urban area by doing this crazy draw um, and that packed most of the democratic voters in um, in the the technically like the the west half of the state. Okay, so that's the levels that's how the court is involved. And that's the confusion with what is legal, what is not illegal, what just, what just happens because you can get away with it, you know. It's, yeah, exactly. Because um, mm-hmm. it sounds like they can get away with a lot. <laughs> that's right, which is why this year um, our state courts were saying that for the both times that our state lawmakers have been redrawing these maps, they're supposed to be in full view of the public. So they're open meetings. So our we've had staff members at those meetings because they get to be there. Um, and they're live streaming them. So when we can't be there, we can watch them. And then the other public thing is getting public input. So there is a, a comment portal open now. Yay, public for, comment. For our, for our federal map. There was one last time when they were doing it for state. We didn't, it's hard to get public comment on this. Yeah. Because as we're ta- as we're talking about right now, what regular person understands this well enough to give a comment?
0: Yeah. And I mean, right. also, like... Okay, before this, like, I had so many questions, right? So if I watched the live stream, like, I'm still not going to understand what's oh, all you'd going be on in there. even more confused. I would just be sitting there listening, acting like I knew what was going on, and then I'd get <laughs> bored eventually and close out and... Right. Yeah. Well, what was my point of being there in the
1: first place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we sent out an, an email updating our supporters about all this. And the main thing that we're hoping people mention in their public comments, if they're comfortable enough, we've given people ideas, right? So, yeah. if you do choose to give public comment, which you can at demnc.co/slash-your-maps, y-o-u-r maps, m-a-p-s. So, the three things that we're thinking need to be asked for is to draw maps that protect voters of color and other targeted populations. So, that's usually, as we say outright, voters of color, poor voters, and young voters. So we need to make sure that districts are drawn to reflect the requirements of the Voting Rights Act and the Equal Protection Clause of 14th Amendment. So even yeah. if you as a regular person don't fully understand the Voting Rights Act, if you tell our lawmakers that that's what you want, they know what it means, right? Yeah. We want ample opportunity for in-person public comment and a robust debate, and we, we want y'all to, to ask for that because then that gives advocacy groups like us the opportunity to go in person and give really strong statements because we know what we're talking about so we can do it for you Um, and then for those of you who are super um, involved and educated and want to come in person you totally should. Um, And then the last thing that we're asking for is to end any redistricting process that uses race and partisan considerations to drive how and where we vote. Yeah. Because like you mentioned earlier, the where is also important because you need your voting locations need to be close to you. And so if your district is weird, that's not going to help. So if here in North Carolina, if we can start this president that it, that racial gerrymandering is illegal, but also partisan gerrymandering, like that's something we're trying to work for, because the technology is too good at this yeah. point. So I say that because This redistricting process started a long time ago when we didn't have computers that could crunch all these numbers for us and give us, like, the most precise lines Mm -hmm. to do exactly what you want. If you're the one in power, you can get it, you can, the technology is there to do exactly what you want, slice and dice the state to dilute power of individuals, which then, and that's, that's creating the whole process of, um, politicians choosing their voters which is backwards I mean. yeah
0: exactly
1: a voter should be choosing their politicians but that backwards process has been touted by map makers They're um you'll hear you'll see this guy's name in the news and you have we have been for years uh Thomas Hoffler he is mm-hmm. like the he's like the god of map making I mean he's well He was. He was like the map-making God that went around the country helping specifically in this time Republicans to slice and dice their states. And he he specifically, at some of these meetings, he said, we get to choose our voters now. How cool is that? Redistricting is supposed to be voters choosing politicians, but we get to do it the other way around now because we have the technology and it's not illegal. (laughs) he straight up said all this stuff because it it wasn't illegal for him to (laughs) say that or do that. And so essentially we're just in a day and age where the technology is too good and we cannot trust ourselves. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I would agree. Mm -hmm. That's why I always thought like an outside source was doing it. Like that just made sense. Right. It does. So the government does not. So that's correct. (laughs) Okay. So the best way to get redistricting reform, or to make this better, to make mm-hmm. less gerrymandering,
1: mm-hmm.
0: would be to just start electing more legislators that are pro-voters and not pro-themselves, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, so if you think about the gold standard bill that we at C love, that's about redistricting reform, it has not been brought up yet. Like, not not in committee and not on the main house floor. So if no one is talking seriously about this bill that means that they don't want to give up their power got it so if we work hard to to vote for pro voter politicians then the idea is that they will bring they would bring this bill up vote yes on it and we'd have a good system cool yeah it's
0: that easy
1: right <laughs> obviously it's not easy oh wait wait a minute <laughs> Obviously, it's not easy because with any policy advocacy, it's difficult anyway. You know, there may be concessions made and to make the system what more than just MNC would want. You know, there are yeah. people with different opinions. So it's obviously hard to get people who 100% agree with what we think is best. But if we start by voting better people into office, then then that's a start, right? Because, kind of what you mentioned earlier, the people, so remember when I said that it's the lawmakers that are the defendants in the cases? And you are yeah. like, do they have to leave?
0: But they're not oh. even really defendants because nothing's really going to happen to them. So they're just kind of like, I mean, I can do it again if you want. <laughs> but I mean, I exactly. already did it. I'm going to do it the same way.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the people named in every court case that has been brought up are still in the General Assembly. So they still get to draw the map. So if you needed to just glean one thing from this talk. Which I do. It's not even going to be how redistricting works. This is what I'm going to say to you. Our state legislators currently draw our maps. They are also on the ballot in 2020. Okay. Do you want change? Okay. You should vote. That's it. It (laughs) is that easy. It is that easy, actually. You You get to vote. It's. It's so amazing that you could just be like, I don't like how you did. You're out. You're the best. Keeping you. You know?
0: Yeah. So much power. So at this point, it's, it's more about not focusing on how the maps are drawn right now, but focusing on who's going to get to draw them.
1: Yeah. That is what is on the ballot in 2020. I mean, there are a lot of things on the ballot, but if this is an issue that resonates with you... And honestly, redistricting affects everything else, right? Yeah. Then, you know, gerrymandering or not, redistricting well or not is on the ballot in 2020. It's just who you vote for.
0: We hope you get out there and vote for the lawmakers that are representing your interests and help us create a North Carolina vote by us.
1: And thanks for listening to this podcast that's made up by and for the people. bye
0: rate, review, and subscribe. Be sure to leave a full review, including your social media handle, and we'll send you a free Democracy North Carolina t-shirt while supplies last.